Welcome to the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast from Oklahoma's Natural Awakenings magazine. I'm your host, Shauna Warner. We're talking today with Dr. Paul Rothwell about functional medicine. It's a new specialty that focuses on individualized care, looking for the cause of disease rather than just treating symptoms. Dr. Rothwell has been board certified in both family medicine and functional and regenerative medicine. He's a fellow of the American Academy of Family Practice and the American Academy of Anti-Aging and Regenerative Medicine. He's practiced family medicine in the greater Oklahoma City area for over 40 years and continues his practice of functional medicine at Total Healthcare Partners at Highway 66 in Kilpatrick. Functional medicine is integrative and incorporates the best of so-called traditional Western medicine with proven herbal and natural remedies. Dr. Rothwell did his undergraduate work at Southern Nazarene University and graduated from the University of Oklahoma Medical School, where he's also a clinical associate professor. He established wellness and longevity over 10 years ago and has been offering IV or intravenous therapies to his patients. This allows various vitamins and supplements to get directly into the body by bypassing the gut. Many people have an intestinal system that poorly absorbs nutrients and cannot sustain the body's needs. Dr. Rothwell's goal has been to be a bridge builder between traditional medical providers and providers of so-called complementary medicine. We will be talking about building those bridges today. Beyond his practice, he enjoys family time um, with his eight grandchildren, and he's an avid hiker and snow skier. As a senior, he's a strong advocate for diet and exercise, as well as emotional well-being. The secret to health as we age, he says, is to mitigate inflammation in the body and remain active. And he is an active, busy man, and I'm excited to be sitting in his office today. Dr. Rothwell, welcome to this Natural Awakenings podcast. Well, thank you. I'm excited to share with you today and uh, excited about what's uh, happening with Natural Awakenings magazine. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. We're going to talk in a minute about antioxidants and specifically the Myers cocktail here at Wellness and Longevity. I'm really interested in that. But first, let's talk about integrative medicine. What is it? Well, integrative medicine is a combination of, like we said, traditional Western medicine. I haven't thrown out the baby with the bathwater. I can still <laughs> give you an antibiotic or a prescription if you need a prescription. But we look at the so-called Eastern medicine or uh, supplemental medicine uh, that would involve vitamins and supplements, herbs, etc., and uh, utilize those in our practice. And uh, my search is to find the ones that work versus the ones that don't work and look for evidence-based data to support what I do. And that's how we try and build the bridges, as you mentioned, as most uh, Western physicians, medical doctors, mm-hmm. uh, do not believe in what we do. Mm. And the reason for that is they've been taught, and they still are taught, that uh, vitamins and supplements just create expensive urine. And uh, that, mm. that, that was taught to me uh, 40-some years ago, and they're still teaching that now. But we are seeing in uh, places such as the Cleveland Clinic, uh, even down uh, in Houston, at, uh, at several of the hospitals there, uh, including MD Anderson, their cancer center, which mm-hmm. is well-known nationally, uh, that they are developing integrative medicine or functional medicine uh, systems there and actually have uh, 
colleagues that, are, that practice functional medicine. Wow. So this is something that you have come to over you know, your lifetime of practicing yes. the practice of medicine. Mm -hmm. How did that process come about for you where you started looking beyond traditional Western medicine to other complementary fields? How, how did that process happen for you? Well, that's a great question that uh, does talk about my journey. Uh, of course, I was a traditionally chained, uh, trained uh, Western doctor uh, through University of Oklahoma College of Medicine, uh, did uh, postgraduate work in family medicine and became board certified uh, in that specialty and a fellow of the American Academy of Family Physicians. And so I was practicing standard, what I would call mm -hmm. family care mm -hmm. uh, for several years. And about uh, 15 years ago plus, uh, I began to notice that a lot of my patients were beginning to take various supplements. And uh, I also knew that I didn't know anything about them. <laughs> and I think uh, the internet has helped speed that process because oh. people can do research now mm -hmm. and uh, they can look up studies uh, and that happens. And so a lot of doctors, I think, are threatened by some of that. But uh, I noticed my patients coming in and they were doing very well in various supplements. So oh. at that point in time, uh, the long story short is my wife had to have a hysterectomy. And uh, they slapped an estrogen patch on her, and she immediately started getting headaches, which she had never had. She's a very healthy uh, person. So she said, I'm taking this patch off, and I want you to investigate natural <laughs> hormone therapy. So she was kind of the one that uh, was the catalyst that got me looking at this type of uh, medicine. I went uh, to Dr. Jared Roberts uh, here in Oklahoma City. He's a pharmacologist, uh, and went to one of his presentations. And I was impressed at, at what he was saying about natural hormone therapy. So my role initially started doing natural hormone therapy. Hmm. And I knew I just couldn't do this. I had to go and get training. So I investigated where I should go. So I was uh, invited to go to the American Academy of Anti-Aging and Regenerative Medicines or A4M's uh, annual meeting, international meeting actually in Las Vegas. I was so impressed with what I heard, and I, I was overwhelmed with all the evidence-based data that was presented wow. in favor of natural hormone therapy and other natural-type therapies. Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Mark Houston is on the board of this organization. Uh, he is the director of the Cardiovascular Research Center at Vanderbilt University Wow! and has written well over 200 peer-reviewed papers. And I thought, why is someone like this mm -hmm. doing functional mm -hmm. medicine? And supporting functional medicine and so because he and others who I respected uh, were doing this I, I decided I'm gonna jump in oh. and this is a I'll admit it was scary because it was like learning a whole new discipline and so I spent uh, several years going to postgraduate courses master's level training uh, which made me eligible to sit for the boards in this specialty oh. and then I sat for the boards uh, in my early 60s and wow. uh, also had a written and a verbal examination. Uh, it has been a great uh, thing in my life mm -hmm. because it has uh, pushed me out of my comfort zone uh, medically and uh, it has allowed me to look at these things uh, initially skeptically but then with an open mind. And as I've looked at them with an open mind, I found that this is that there's some real medicine out there that traditional Western medicine is missing. So when you combine the two, there we get the term integrative medicine. Mm. 
now there are a lot of people out there that say they're doing integrated medicine. Typically, integrated medicine involves an MD or a DO uh, that is also doing herbal therapies and other things like we do here. Bridging that gap. That's right. Creating that bridge. Exactly. That's quite a story, you know. I think we hear that often that someone will say, I have a need, and that need in my family, in my community, causes me to go do that search. And stepping yes. outside of that comfort zone to say, okay, look, there's something else here. There's something going on with these supplements, with this natural remedy. I want to research that more. And that, that does mean you have to step out of that comfort zone of traditional Western medicine. And that's, that's quite a story. Well, it really is. And also, when you make this change, mm -hmm. and uh, this was a scary statement made by one of my senior colleagues that I've uh, uh, grown to love and uh, just an excellent, excellent physician, who said, uh, Dr. Pauly said, if you make the transition to integrated medicine, you'll never go back. Oh. He said, I've never seen anyone that looked at this with an open mind, did the research, and said, nope, I'm going back into oh. traditional Western medicine. So I'm not here to condemn traditional Western medicine. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. It's given us, uh, you know, it's, well, it's given us uh, various things that we have, uh, antibiotics and emergency care and other things. But uh, the problem with Western medicine, in my opinion, mm -hmm. and I'm giving my opinion, so uh, uh, the FDA won't jump on me for saying this, is that what we have done, we've become too uh, enamored with medication. Mm -hmm. In other words, what happens is you have this disease, Throw what pill. drug do I give for this? And a lot of the training in medical school now, the last couple of years, is okay, here is this disease, Here's how you diagnose it. Now, what medicine do you give for this? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not about how do we get back to the cause of the disorder, or is there something natural we can do that's not a pharmaceutical that has the problems with pharmaceuticals? And this is a statement that is verifiable. The fourth leading cause of death in America is the proper use of pharmaceutical medication. Wow. And that's a big statement. That is a huge now, statement. That's not accidents or suicides or whatever. We're talking about, you know, heart disease, cancer, mm -hmm. et cetera. Mm -hmm. The fourth leading cause of death in America is the proper, not improper, proper use of pharmaceutical medications. Uh, wow. A lot of these newer drugs have been fast tracked mm -hmm. and have very undesirable side effects long term. Yeah. Uh, and so it's my job and it's my passion to find out how we can try something that is natural versus a pharmaceutical, if feasible. And in many cases, you may require both. So we see a lot of practitioners out there that are not in medicine yeah. that uh, tend to say, don't take a drug at all, don't do this at all, you know, that are just very much against uh, MDs and DOs, uh, not as much DOs because osteopaths have a little bit more open-mindedness, I think, than most MDs. Yeah. Uh, my own associates, uh, who may or may not be listening to this podcast, uh, <laughs> think that a lot of what I do is kind of crazy. But it's not, because everything that I do is I can back up. Science-based. With science. Yeah. That's right. Uh, know, even the IV therapies that we have. Yeah. Oh, and I want to talk about the IV therapies in just a moment, too. Um, that is one of the cool things, though, as you're talking, you know, about looking at causes, not mm -hmm. just looking at symptoms and saying, let's give a pill or let's do this, 
to treat a symptom, but to treat a person and the, the root cause. And I love that when you're talking about, let's look at a natural solution, knowing that we can do traditional medicine, we can do that also, all the benefits of both. Yeah. Instead of excluding one to the right. other. Right. Instead of going only this route saying, no, never a, an antibiotic, never a medicine, or no, never this. Instead say, yes, to all well, that this works. Is, this is true personalized care. Yeah. It's not one size fits all or one size fits a small group. It's one size fits one. <laughs> and so that's what makes this somewhat difficult. And very honestly, some of my colleagues have said, I like what you do, but I'm not going to do it because you have to spend so much time with time the consuming. Yeah. Time consuming. Uh, plus, there's no algorithms per se, where you just can have plug the person into algorithms. Yeah. Uh, you have to really think. You have to get back to the cause of what is causing that problem. Uh, and it's usually multifocal. And so if you're just looking at hormones only, you're making mistakes. There are a lot of people out there just looking at hormones that are doing pellets or whatever. I'm not saying that I'm not against pellets, but you get the idea. Yeah. That's all they are doing. Yeah. They're not looking at the adrenals. They're not looking at the thyroid. And if they are, they're not trained properly in thyroid disease. Uh, thyroid disease is a very controversial area because we don't just do, for instance, the thyroid stimulant hormone. We mm -hmm. check the whole thyroid, the antibodies, reverse T3, the free, T free T4, free T3. We check the whole thyroid. In depth. So yeah. there isn't a week that goes by that I don't see a new patient, for instance, I'm giving an example, that has been told that their thyroid was normal because they had a normal TSH, which mm -hmm. is being taught in medical school mm -hmm. still, and they're hypothyroid. Hmm. They've got the symptoms, uh, and we figure out why that is and do we need to give a supplement or whatever. A lot of times we can just give thyroid supplements that help boost the thyroid function and not give a prescription. Uh, if we need to give a prescription, we can, and that is the the crux the of what blend. I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as an MD, I can give a prescription for a thyroid medication if I need to. Now, I use natural thyroid supplements, usually either porcine-based, T4, T3, or compounded thyroid. I, I very rarely use a synthetic thyroid, only if the others don't work or mm -hmm. we have problems. And then we can use various combinations. But this is just an example of the way functional medicine works. It's not simple. You mm -hmm. have to think. Uh, and that's why I enjoy this. I get up every morning, uh, you know, I'm past the retirement age for most people, but I enjoy what I'm doing and uh, can want to continue doing this as long as God gives me a good mind and a healthy body. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, it's just the sort of thing where one patient of mine put it really succinctly recently. He said, he's an engineer. He said, I figured you out, Dr. Paul. I said, what's that? So <laughs> you put puzzles together. Ah. And I, and I do. That's yeah, what I do. The human puzzle. But, it, but exactly. Mm -hmm. But you know, we have to look beyond hormones, for instance. Yeah. We have to look the gut, the microbiome. We do GI mapping. We have to look at neurotransmitters. We have to look at a lot of things. Uh, we do a test that is a urinary test called the Dutch test, which uh, gives us oats, which is organic acids mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. this is a very broad field. Yeah. And in fact. Some functional doctors actually subspecialize now because it is such a broad field. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of a generalist. A general, uh, general holistic functional general doctor. <laughs> of, of holistic yes. So we do it all. But uh, I know we're going to talk a little bit about my, uh, IV therapy. Yes. We have to offer through wellness and longevity. Yes. But, uh, uh, and that's where I'm really excited because we've uh, done some time-honored IV therapies 
uh, but we're doing some new therapies that I think are going to be very, very uh, beneficial to our patients. Yeah, you know, I was um, I was looking at some of the things that are some of the issues that are treated from cancer to MS to autoimmune diseases to even like metal toxicities and yeah. just so many things that can be supported um, if they're being uh, looked at with a traditional Western uh, medical view. They can also be supported with some of the IV um, medicines that you guys do. And I wanted to ask you specifically, I was really interested in the Myers cocktail and I yes. wanted to talk to you about antioxidants and, and as I was as I was reading, you know, looking at the issues with the gut, so that the IV gets this these supplements directly into the body, right. bypassing the gut because right. absorption issues. So talk to me a little bit about the gut, the absorption, yeah. and why IV can this be. This is this is an important issue. Yeah. Uh, we do GI mapping, which okay. is a DNA uh, probe of just a stool. We call it the poop test. For lack of a better way of putting it, but, you know, it's a highly sophisticated test. You take it home and you mail it off on your own. Yeah. Uh, but what it is, a DNA uh, polymerase testing of the stool tells us all about the intestinal microbiome. You know, you have uh, trillions with a T, trillions of bacteria in your gut. Yeah. And it's not your DNA. You're a host of these bacteria. In fact, there's more bacteria in your gut than cells in the rest of your body. Wow. And so, yeah. And, uh, and, that microbiome, as we call it, is affected by a lot of eating habits and environment and a lot of things. And so because of the bad diet, which is a basic American diet, mm -hmm. uh, people that I see have, have terrible, terrible intestinal absorption and gut issues. Mm -hmm. uh, their microbiome is usually out of balance. They have what we call leaky gut, which is, means that uh, they have had damage to the protective layer of the intestines that allows things to get into the body that shouldn't. Ah. In fact, that's the birthplace of autoimmune disease because if you allow wow. things that are foreign to the body to get into the bloodstream, into the intestine, where 70% of your immune system is in your intestine. Okay. And that's where the T cells differentiate. You've heard a lot about T cells because of COVID and other mm -hmm. things that are out mm -hmm. there. So if the immune system is overwhelmed because you have leaky gut, you can get disparities in different T-cell uh, morphisms. Uh, for instance, we know that there's a, the T-regs and T-17s uh, getting out of balance are related to autoimmune, the autoimmune process. Wow. This has been studied at the Oakland Medical Research Foundation. But it's not widely accepted yet, even though I've seen the papers on it. But it takes about 10 to 15 years for some new paradigm in medicine to be To become accepted? accepted? Yeah. Mm. So this is ahead of the curve. Yeah. But we know that correcting, and I've done this, correcting the gut can help with autoimmune disease. Uh, for instance, uh, Hashimoto's thyroiditis has been 100% associated with uh, gluten sensitivity in the gut. Not really? Not necessarily celiac disease, but gluten sensitivity. So giving IV therapies, and I don't call them treatments because FDA okay. will not allow us to call it treatment because I can't promote any of this, as you know, to, be, to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. I have to give the FDA disclaimer on everything I do, and I do that to my patients. They fully understand what we're doing. But it makes it's just common sense. If your gut is not able to absorb right. nutrients the way it should because it's malfunctioning, which is the majority of people. Yeah. And I even see this in people who are kind of eating, quote, clean, end quote. They, because this is, goes way back to their childhood or their young adulthood or whatever when they weren't eating clean. 
So there is damage that needs to be corrected, even though they're eating properly now. Wow. So uh, what we do by giving IV therapies is we bypass all of that. Uh, with Myers Cocktail, which you uh, discussed, that's a proprietary blend of vitamins and minerals with magnesium and vitamin C that uh, really is a buildup of the body. Uh, we have used that in autoimmune disease uh, with uh, people improving. Uh, we have used it uh, for just a general pickup for anxiety and depression because magnesium has therapeutic effects there. Oh, wow. Uh, magnesium has an anti-inflammatory effect on the brain, for instance. And so that's why we can even give magnesium uh, to people usually at bedtime and help mitigate migraines. Uh, but we've used, I had one lady, for an example, who was having intractable migraine headaches almost daily, uh, who we gave Myers Cocktail uh, for a while. It doesn't, just one IV doesn't do it. It takes a mm -hmm. while to build this back up. And she was down from a daily headache down to one or two per month. Oh, um, my. How do you think that affected her life? That's life-changing. Yeah. And she'd been to the Diamond Clinic in, uh, in, in Chicago, which is a headache specialty clinic. She'd been to Mayo Clinic. She'd been all over the country looking for relief for migraine headaches. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's not that I know more than I do. I don't. But I'm focused on doing the things that I can do. And Myers Cocktail can help with that. It's a great general pickup. Uh, now, vitamin C, of course, uh, is uh, has been studied. Mm -hmm. uh, there's thousands and thousands of uh, articles that support vitamin C, even intravenously on PubMed, which is the U.S. government's website, but no one's looking at it. Yeah. But internationally, <laughs> vitamin C has been given for decades uh, for inflammation, uh, to help build collagen, uh, and what have you. At very, very high doses, uh, you have to get above doses that you cannot take orally. For instance, this is a good example. Okay. The gut will only tolerate so much a certain amount C okay. without you getting diarrhea or cramping or whatever. Okay. Uh, and so you can take liposomal vitamin C. Mm -hmm. uh, I take that, uh, which lets you take a much higher dose. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, I take four to 5,000 uh, milligrams of vitamin C a day through liposomal vitamin C because it does not upset the gut. Now, Linus Pauling, the famous vitamin C uh, physician, mm -hmm. uh, who went through quite a bit because everyone thought he was a quack, but he outlived all of his critics. <laughs> uh, he died in his 90s, I think. <laughs> but uh, Linus uh, got his gut tolerance up to 10 grams a day, but most people can't do that orally. And most of the studies that have talked about vitamin C not being effective have been in those lower doses. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, less less than that. So, yeah, it, and, and I, I remember I went to one of our meetings and there was a representative from National Institutes of Health that was there. And he said, I don't care if the FDA is here or not or not. We've done some studies. And I'm here to tell you that vitamin C orally is a vitamin. Vitamin C IV is a, quote, drug, end quote. I'm quoting him. Oh, okay. okay. So I don't want to get myself in trouble there. So gotcha. I hear this from the FDA. Yeah. But he said that from the National Institutes of Health. And, that, and the reason is you can get much higher blood levels, even though it's only a short period of time, which becomes virucidal, uh, fungicidal, uh, even bactericidal to a degree. And this has been studied, okay? Wow. Now, I'm not here to say that high-dose vitamin C is an antidote, for instance, for COVID. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. Right. Uh, you can get in trouble if you make those statements. Right. <laughs> but I'm saying that it could be a helpful adjunct. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's not the cure-all, but sure. it would be very, very helpful. So we have used this in people for cancer. Uh, it uh, helps mitigate a lot of the symptoms. I can't use it. Uh, I 
can't promote it as a treatment or cure, as I sure. just said. Right. But uh, it has helped a lot of people. Uh, we also have the Palladium Monopoic Complex called PolyMDA, which has been studied. Uh, it's uh, It's been used to, to help as an adjunct to the therapy for cancer. Wow. In fact, it's been studied at the University of New York in Sunnyville as an adjunct to cancer therapy. It yeah. does not interfere with cancer therapy. In our experience, we've had some people who have done very well with that. If nothing else, it gives them vitality because it was initially approved by the FDA as an energy supplement, as a medical food. But now it's being studied for stroke and for cancer and some of these other things. So we've been involved with that for a while. Uh, we have recently added uh, uh, lipoic acid also, uh, ALA, alpha-lipoic acid, along with low-dose naltroxone, which is uh, Dr. Burke Berkson's uh, remedy use, uh, that, uh, that he uses out of uh, his uh, wellness clinic uh, in New Mexico. So, um, wow, we, we, uh, <laughs> we, we, we study these things. Yeah. You know, you don't just sit back. You have to go look. Uh, you have to know people. You have to, you know, when I, uh, uh, when I emailed Dr. Berkson, he returned my email the same day, which was impressive to me because an MD, PhD, internationally known as a, uh, a specialist in that area. Yeah. So these, I found that these people are, they're interested in the science. Yeah. And uh, our biggest challenge is to get things out there because it's almost impossible to study these things and get them FDA approved because they're not patentable. And if they're not mm. patentable, you can't spend 70, 80 million dollars getting something approved through the FDA that's not patentable. Because then you can't make money you off of make, that. You patent. can't recover yeah. your, your investment. Right. I mean, it's a simple American way. Right. Free enterprise. Money system. in, money out. So sure. you're never going to see uh, these sort of things approved by the FDA, but you're going to see a lot of functional medicine studies that are very valid. I, lo I love this whole imagery of building the bridges. This to me is so important because you're looking at here's what's going on traditionally, and here's you know, what um, Western doctors are taught, and here's something else, <laughs> you know, yeah. and let's pull this together. The best yeah. here, the best here, let's bring it all together and, and see what we can do for each individualized person. Well, that's that's the bridge yeah. that we talk I about, love integrated it. medicine. Yeah. The other bridge that I've tried to work on, and this is my goal here in Oklahoma City, I mm -hmm. think this is something we discussed previously, is to build bridges to other doctors, ah. uh, to the specialists and what have you. Uh, there are several oncologists in Oklahoma City area who actually refer me patients ah. because they know what we do, if nothing else, helps palliate their patients' discomfort, gives them a little bit of longevity and what have you. The quality and of life quality and of the life. pain right. exactly. of cancer and Just cancer treatments. Okay? Stage four cancer. Sure. And we can definitely show that we give an improved quality of life yeah. and energy in that regard. And that's vital. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and we have done that in several, several patients. Uh, mm. We... Uh, also uh, have been able to bridge the gap with other doctors, uh, a, a few rheumatologists, uh, what have you. Uh, certainly bridging the gap with chiropractors and naturopaths has been my goal also uh, because uh, so many of them have been, there's been this great divide between uh, chiropractic naturopathy and, and medical, medical doctors. They're mm -hmm. like they're foes, mm -hmm. uh, like oil and water. Yeah. And, and so uh, I've tried to build that bridge and say, look, let's all get in this and see what we can do. I mean, chiropractic has some benefits, no yes. doubt about it. Naturopaths yeah. Yeah. Uh, have a lot of studying in natural medicine. Right. 
But that doesn't mean that they need to throw the MDs under the bus. Exactly. We need to throw them under the bus. Right. Does that make sense? It does make sense. That is the other bridge. Yeah, It's among all the physicians that are all... I can't imagine a physician going into helping heal someone without that compassion. That, you know, that's what they're, that's yeah. what a doctor is doing. Right. Whatever they're in, that's what their goal is. So let's get them all together. I well, love that. Yeah, I've actually had other physicians in primary care, family medicine, who, and not a large number, but others who have actually sent me patients. Yeah. A couple of them have actually come to me as patients. Oh. because they had uh, some sort of malady that they were not getting relief. They needed more. Western medicine, yeah. and they thought, you know, I've known you all these years, and I know you're not just not out there mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. doing crazy things, mm-hmm. that you may color outside the lines, but if you do, you have a reason to do that. Right. <laughs> and so I'm coming to you because I want to see if you have something to offer. Yeah. And so I'm gaining the confidence of my colleagues in that way. Uh there are still some that have their blinders on oh. and refuse to look at anything that's outside of the medical mainstream. Sure. And I understand why that is so. Because right. the first rule of medicine as a medical doctor is do, do no, no harm. harm. And so, right, you're exactly right. So why do we want to do things that could potentially harm our patients that don't have a lot of evidence-based data and or all the quacks out there, mm-hmm. I'll say it, and there's no one who gets more upset about quacks, medical quacks, than me. Yeah. Because when you've been accused of being out there, uh-huh. you need to you be need able to defend to yourself defend with myself. science exactly and right, right, with results. Science. And so right. there's no one who gets more upset about people out there just taking advantage of sick people than me. Because uh, I have to prove that what I do actually is a benefit to people. If uh, we do IV therapies, for instance, and they don't work or help them, we, we don't keep doing it. Don't say you've got to have. 50 or 60 treatments or whatever before we're going to see a response. Mm-hmm. Now, with some things, for instance, uh, with uh, phosphatidylcholine, which we're starting to do, PC, IV, there's a protocol that involves about 30 to 40 treatments before you can see response. Yeah. So uh, there are some cases such as that. But if it's not working, we're not going to do it, number one. And so what you have to do is there's a lot of people out there that are accused if they do what I'm doing, they think I'm just in for it for the money. Right. Well, I do, I do fine. I've been blessed. But I make less than I did when I practiced conventional Western medicine. Because right. I do have to spend more time with yeah. my patients. Yeah. Uh, we still, on the medical side of our practice, we have two businesses here. I have my medical practice and I have wellness longevity. The reason for that is because wealth longevity does things that are not covered by insurance, so that's cash business. So it's a separate business, separate tax code. With the we IV have to, we have to do that. therapies. Okay. We have to do that, the IV therapies and other okay. supplements and things. Okay. So on the MD side of my practice, I do still accept insurance. Mm-hmm. A lot of functional practitioners don't. But I've tried to maintain that so the patients can still afford to see me and get coverage for their lab and their office call and that sort of thing. And then but, have the therapies. If I spend a lot of time with the patient, yeah, uh, you know, I, I previously could have seen two or three sore throats in the time I see one patient that has a functional issue. So people who go into this do not go into this for the money. Yeah, uh, we're accused of that. Yeah, but the true functional doctors who I know are more interested in the science and taking care of people, and that's what keeps them going. Yeah. That's what makes them get up and want to go to work is because they are really, really helping people. And uh, making a living 
comes with doing good practice in anything, regardless of what you do. I don't care what kind of professional business person you are. If you get out to do a good job for people, you're going to be fine. You know, that's that's funny that you, you, you're heading in this direction because I was going to ask you why you do this. You know, what what is it? But I already know it's because you're looking at people, you're putting together that puzzle, you're going, how can we help this person? Right. And that may not help them. That may not. Let's keep let's keep fitting that well, puzzle together. Exciting. You know, uh, I'm 72 years old. I hesitate to say that because people <laughs> automatically I'm too old to do this. But uh, uh, God has blessed me with a fairly decent mind and, and a healthy body. But I've taken care of it uh, for the past 20 years or so, actually uh, longer than that. And so uh, I was probably. Uh, a functional doctor before I knew I was a functional doctor. Yeah, so right. I was practicing some of the things that we preach right. already. Before right, before you had the label. That's right. <laughs> but I get up and I, I'm excited to go to work, you know. And yeah. I, uh, probably once a month or twice a month, I said, Dr. Walker, when are you going to retire? I said, why would I retire? Enjoy yeah. what I do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's the old adage, if you do what you love and what's interesting and keeps you stimulated, you never have to work another day in your life. Absolutely. You know, as we're... Um, as we're getting close to wrapping things up, I, I do have one last question that I want to ask you. Um, and that's, so as people listen to this, um, as they come to you, if you had one basic recommendation that you could make, one, one thing that they could do now that they could make a change in their life to, to, increase their longevity, increase their wellness, increase their health? What's one thing that anyone can do right now? Well, I had a, it's interesting, I went to a class reunion to, to answer this quickly, but to tell you a little story, uh, where there was, uh, it was actually our 50th, <laughs> anniversary, 50th uh, reunion for college, I hate to say that, but uh, one of the ladies that was there, uh, that was still was well-preserved and worked well younger than her years, uh, had uh, been an executive for a large uh, cosmeceutical company in New York and very successful. So she came up to me and she knows what I do because yeah. uh, we've been in contact. And she said, if you could tell me what to do to maintain my youth and vitality, what would you tell me? Ah. And uh, she was 73 years old, yeah. and, but she looked about mm, 55, 60. Okay, yeah. she could yeah. pass for that. That's uh, very simple. Stay active. Ah. Stay active. Uh, that's the problem as we age, we get less active. So stay active. Now, yeah, diet and exercise, and that would be activity, mm -hmm. are very important mm -hmm. and what have you. But I would tell people that they need to go beyond just a standard physical where they just check a blood count, a chemistry, and a PSH, and maybe a cholesterol. They need to go beyond that. And there are other things that we do test-wise to see where they really are, uh, physiologically, mm -hmm. and what have you. Mm -hmm. uh, we also, of course, address the mind-body uh, experience as well as, uh, you know, the spirit. Yeah. Because uh, my patients, All a together. lot of them uh, <laughs> come in and they're anxious and depressed, and they've been that way a long time. And so we address everything. Yeah. And uh, it's really neat to be able to put the pieces together. Yeah. Uh, we start with the puzzle, and sometimes I have to apologize to my patients because they can tell I'm getting excited. <laughs> and I say, this is, and I've actually said, this is really fun. And I look at them, they're miserable. Right. And I said, no, forgive me. I said, 
this is I get to put this together. Yeah. And I get to I have a chance to help you. Yeah. And this is fun. And I'm sorry, uh, I don't your misery's not fun. Right. But being able to put this together is pleasing. Very to rewarding, me. isn't very it? Very rewarding. Uh, and so uh I, I, you know, I wish I could do this until I'm 100 years old. I well, happen, I certainly hope that you do, too, um, because this has just been an absolute joy for me to sit down and talk to you, uh, listen, uh, learn. I've learned a lot. I've got a lot of things I'm going to go back and research. I've, yeah, that's sparked me to, to go take another look. One of the best things that I can do is send people to your website. Yes. Um, and, you know, I, I know I had that. What, what is the, what's the website? It's um, Wellness OK, Wellness OK, like Oklahoma, mm -hmm. wellnessok.com. Dot com, wellnessok.com. And when you go on to that website, you can go in and look at the IV therapies. Yes. You can look at all the different uh, combinations and uh, the Myers cocktail and the things with the the palladium, the toxicity, oh, yes. all of all that. Of that's in there. You can do that. And, and the phone uh, number is there. It about us. The phone number yeah. is there. Uh, we set up uh, appointment times for IV therapy uh, in our new uh, facility, which we uh, have just uh, entered about six months ago. Beautiful, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we have a, in fact, I've had an oncologist come in here and say, where'd you get your chairs? I'm going to buy some for my patients. <laughs> Uh, uh, that sort of thing. It's a very comfortable setting. Yeah, it's, it's a very lovely. professional setting. Yeah. Uh, we meet national standards for IV administration. Uh, you know, we have uh, laminar flow hoods for preparation, et cetera, sterility, uh, things in place. Uh, uh, we want to keep our people safe and right. we want them to be comfortable. Do no harm and do benefit. Right. That's that's the Beautiful. goal. Dr. Rothwell, thank you so much. It has truly been a joy for me to sit here, spend lunch hour with you, to talk to you. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate the work that you're doing, and I appreciate you taking time because I know you're a busy man. Well, I'm so glad thank you. that Natural Awakenings has, uh, uh, is a phoenix and has come out of the ashes yep. and is coming back, and uh, you're incorporating it not only in Oklahoma City but Tulsa. Yeah. And I, Absolutely. I look forward to that bridge, and because uh, I know there are a lot of practitioners up there that are trying to do what we're do, yes. doing here. Uh, so I'm excited about it in the future of uh, where all of this is headed. I am too, sir. Putting together puzzles and building bridges. There you go. There we go. Thank you so much. I'm Shauna Warner. You've been with, listening to the Mind, Body, Spirit podcast brought to you from Natural Awakenings Magazine in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm.